Operations on air. 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 The podcast from the truck manufacturing division, including production logistics and spare parts distribution for the Volvo Group. With me today is Georges Marchesini, Senior Vice President for Europe and Brazil Manufacturing. A warm welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you today, Melinda. And a pleasure to have you. And we counted the other day, and it's actually been a pleasure for 32 years and four months for the Volvo Group to have you with us. Correct. I've started in February 1991. And that was as a, a production engineer? Yes, was a line engineer in the cab trimming uh, Volvo do Brazil. And then you spent quite some years there before you took on maybe your first huge uh, challenge. Oh, well, I, I had huge challenges along my career, but uh, I think when I had to move uh, from Brazil to Australia back in 2004, mm. it was a big challenge because then I was challenging my family as well to get with me in mm. a new environment. Mm. But I, I was very fortunate because I met a lot of new colleagues, uh, fantastic colleagues in, in Australia for that particular assignment. Mm. An exciting journey. And your most recent position before you came here to Sweden was as plant manager in Curitiba? Correct, well. in the Curitiba yeah. plant uh, as a plant manager. And I know that uh, during your career you have worked a lot with lean practices and we tend to look towards Brazil whenever we talk about best practice in lean. Have you always been passionate about lean? Well, my passion about lean uh, actually started in end of 90s. Uh, what happened was we, we had in Brazil a very great experience by implementing the self-managing teams when we changed products in the mid of the 90s. And that was a so rewarding experience because then we could boost really people's passion for building trucks in the Curitiba plant. And, uh, and then uh, after that, I had, together with my colleagues from the management at that time, we had the opportunity to, to see Lean being applied in one of the, the factories in Sao Paulo. Mm. And then we, when we came back, we said, okay, this is probably something for us. And then we started to dig deeper into the Lean practices. And uh, we started right after uh, with a simple tool called Value Stream Mapping, which I'm mm. very attached to. Mm. And by doing that, we could also uh, uh, free up space in the shop floor to a point that we could introduce the new range of trucks we were planning at that time in the space we already had. So that was a grateful experience. And from there on, everybody got really connected to the lean manufacturing practices and principles. Mm -hmm. And then we start developing from there on to the level we are today in yeah. Curitiba. And this is 20 years ago now, right? Correct. Because yes. we're celebrating 20 years of the, the VM track in Brazil this That's autumn. correct. Yeah? Yes. That's amazing. So um, going from the value stream mapping to what you have today, that's quite a journey. Yes, correct. And uh, we, but the most important thing about lean manufacturing is really the principles we have. Uh, I think when people understand what Link can bring to you mm. uh, in a daily basis in mm. terms of flow, in terms of continuous improvement, in terms of problem solving. Then you have a range of tools in the toolbox that mm. help you mm. uh, practicing these principles mm. in, our, in your daily work. And that is where we get the results from. Mm. 
So you talk about two aspects of lean, really. It's the mindset, but also the tools. Uh, how would you describe the benefits of lean to somebody who is not that familiar with the concept? Uh, how, how we benefit from lean? Uh, I think from the moment you can see your flows uh, and then you can see where you are having wastes, uh, where you can have uh, more fluidity in your daily work uh, and then localize where you have the biggest problems and the biggest stumbling blocks uh, and resolving these problems and move forward to the other one and other one. Mm. Uh, I, I think uh, that is where you lean will, will really help you. Mm. Is it mostly beneficial for the shop floor or the, the sort of blue collar environment or is it for anyone? No, uh, when we first started, uh, yes, we started in the, the shop floor because the physical flows is much easier to understand and mm. to see. Mm. But we have experiences in hospitals, we have experiences in our offices, mm. we have experiences in the accounting departments. So uh, links can be applied everywhere. Mm. When we talk about applying flow thinking and end to end, does it really work if not the full value chain end-to-end -end also utilize lean practices? Or does it work anyway? Yeah, I, th I think from the moment you identify yourself in, in the flow and then you stretch you, uh, yourself a little bit going upstreams and downstreams to understand where you get your information, your tasks, your material, mm. your documents from, mm. and to whom you are going to deliver that part of the job. Mm. I think if you understand that, you mm. understand your end-to-end, -end, and mm. there you, you are going to have a mm. complete understand uh, of, of the flow. I, so I think is uh, we need to stretch ourselves a little bit to understand a little bit outside our boundaries. Mm. So it's no use waiting around for everybody else to start using it. It's really about where you are. Correct. Uh, and uh, as I said days ago, uh, in another opportunity here, we are organized in, in boxes, departments that are organized in divisions, that are organized in business functions, business areas. But uh, that is, is probably continues being like that for a long time. But we need to understand that uh, that does not give agility for us. So agility means when we are in the flow, not going up and down in our own silos. Mm. Well, I think that mm. is uh, a real uh, mindset change that we need to have. Mm. What do you think is the, the biggest barrier or, or uh, hinder for people to start moving outside of their silos? Well, uh, it's, it's a matter of change management. I think it, it starts with the, the leadership in order to really uh, show to people the benefits mm. of of paying more attention to the flows rather than the hierarchical organization. Mm -hmm. And then people, uh, our colleagues in the line organization, will better understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it, it one can talk to each other and then all of a sudden you have a momentum mm -hmm. uh, with this mindset. I sometimes hear people talking about lean as a way to only make things more efficient, uh, and effective and I've even heard people say that well Kaizen is just a paper so you can get your idea through 
Oh, I, I, if you allow me, I tend to disagree with you because uh, Lean is a philosophy. So mm -hmm. from the moment you start doing your job, delivering your, your um, commitments uh, by using the Lean philosophy and Lean tools, then you are going to realize that Lean is not only something that you do Friday afternoon. Mm -hmm. You need to do your things through Lean mm -hmm. and not do Lean. Mm -hmm. That is a major difference. Mm -hmm. So it starts with the mindset and, and uh, the approach and the will to do better and improve your work. Correct. And, and that is one of the principles, continuous yeah. improvement. Every day, if you come to your job and ask to yourself, how can I do better today mm. what I did yesterday, then you are continuously improving your job. Mm. So that is uh, the, one of the principles mm. we have, continuous improvement. If you look at these past 20 years uh, that you've now been working with Lean, do you see any differences in how you take on the tools uh, that Lean brings today compared to 20 years ago? Well, um, I, I, see, I see a lot of differences, uh, especially in, in the places where we have more advanced uh, understanding of Lean. Uh, because we uh, slowly we have replaced the old practices by new practices uh, using lean principles and, and, mm. and tools. Uh, and it's clear that it has gave us a lot of opportunities and a lot of uh, enhancement in our performance, a lot of uh, waste elimination, mm. much more continuous improvement. Mm. Problem solving is also more consistent uh, in, in this environment. Mm. I think we have a lot of benefits. Mm. Are we good at solving problems in, in our division of Volvo? I think we have a way to go, to be very honest, uh, but we, we, we need to be persistent because uh, everything starts with the problem. And I'm glad we have problems because problems is the way you are going to grow. If you don't have problems, you, you get completely stabilized, uh, and, uh, not stabilized, but uh, you, you get uh, completely paralyzed. So mm -hmm. you need to have problems to move forward. Mm -hmm. And uh, having problem solving, then you are going to eliminate the problems that comes up for you. And then you can pass on and have another problem and another problem, but mm. you are going to easily resolve the problems. Mm. So uh, I, I don't think we need to be uh, scared about problems, uh, but we need to be skilled about resolving problems. Mm. Well, something that I learned about Lean, uh, which was kind of a revelation for me personally, was that problem solving is actually a way of uh, tearing down the silos because if you're really trying to find the root cause for a problem and, and the popular saying what problem are we really trying to solve then you sort of have to find which stakeholders there are and and how to involve them and so on so uh, in my view problem solving is the key to tearing down the silos yes correct and uh, i would say um problem solving uh, needs to uh, recruit the right competences to resolve that particular problem and eventually the competences are not in your silo so you need to recruit competences outside your silo mm. and work in in a real collaboration uh, and not in a cooperation because cooperation is when you have problem mm. and then you call someone to help resolving the problem with your idea mm. right and collaboration is when you recruit the right competences and together you come up with the best solution for mm. that problem mm. so that obviously breaks down the silos because you need to go outside your boundaries
primary focus of lean practices is to eliminate waste and improve efficiency and enhance customer value, it also places quite a strong emphasis on creating a safe and healthy work environment. Can you explain this connection? Well, um, safety is one of the most important thing we have, not mm. only in, in the plants, uh, but in the offices, wherever we are, outside our uh, work environment. I think we need to think about safety 24 hours, seven days a week, because mm. you can get accidents uh, refurbish your house, you can get accident practicing sports, mm. and you can get accidents uh, inside of your uh, work environment. So mm. safety is really uh, very important. And where is the connection to lean? Because if you think lean, if you analyze your flows, your value stream mappings, uh, and then if you do your um, workplace organization uh, correctly, then you are going to find out where we have the big risks and you have also the opportunity at the same time when you are talking to people to coach people about safety behaviors. Mm. I think it, it, it all come together, mm. you know. Mm. I remember you telling a story once of, of uh, a morning when you were coming to work and you saw somebody speeding. Yes, correct. We, we uh, you know, I was in Brazil going to the plant. I was, I was plant manager at that time and uh, I saw someone passing by my car uh, riding a motorbike like crazy. You know, we speeding more than the traffic, uh, going, cutting off uh, cars and everything. And then when I went to the shop floor that day, I saw that same person uh, driving a forklift. And then I thought to myself, well, how come this person has one behavior outside and then another behavior inside? Uh, I don't think it will work. Mm. So I think we need really to think about safety 24 hours, seven days uh, a week. And then if you have rules outside, you need to respect. If you have rules inside, you need to respect. But more than that, you need to have the right mindset that you cannot break rules and uh, policies and, uh, and practice bad behaviors because mm. then you are going to get hurt mm. or the risk to get hurt is going to be much higher Mm. And the risk to expose other people mm. to, to, to safety problems is going to be much higher. Mm. Mm. It becomes quite obvious that it's so much about mindset and culture and less about the tools, actually. Correct. And, and also to, to identify the, the, the risks, where the risks mm. are. And then through problem solving, we need to mitigate any possible risks we have in our operations. ask our guests to bring a song that is connected to the topic but it's also a nice insight uh, in you as a person so I'm curious now on what song you brought us today wow <laughs> what a question um, I, I think uh, one song that uh, ring the bell uh, always to me is simple man from Leonard Skinner is a heartfelt song from the mid of 70s and that is, um, uh, it offers us uh, an advice from a mother to, to her son and brings a lot of values because uh, brings us the value of uh, working together, I would say to a certain point, brings the value of um, coaching because it's a mother coaching the son, brings the value of simplicity uh, mm. because that is all about this song. Mm. So I think it's, it's, if I think the song versus lean versus safety is a lot of connection and, uh, and I can identify myself in this song very much.
Thank you for that. It'll be a pleasure to listen to that song later on with this these aspects in mind. According to you, what's the major challenge right now when it comes to lean practices in our part of the Volvo Group? Uh, today we are we are facing a lot of a uh, lot of issues. Uh, we have been facing since the pandemic. And what I mean with the issues is going a little bit outside uh, uh, the, the normal conditions, I would say, in terms of supply sometimes and in, in terms of a um, lot of different problems that we have. Uh, I, I think the, the most important thing is to stay with our processes, to stay with our mindset. So uh, even if we have a big challenge in a certain point in time, we cannot go and simply uh, try to resolve cutting off all the different processes and all the different principles or all the different values we have. We need to stick for our values. We need to stick for our strategy. We need to stick for our principles. And, and by doing that, it will become even more important in the crisis moments that we have been facing since uh, the pandemic, I would say. Persistence, stabilization. Correct. Uh, and uh, stay on, on your values, in your principles, mm. in your policies and procedures. Mm. Thank you so much for joining today, George, and thank you for your insights and uh, experiences regarding Lean. Operations on Air will be back after the Northern Hemisphere summer vacation. See you back then. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here and uh, stay Lean, stay safe. <laughs>